Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries. Season 1, Episode 6. Hola a todos y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Yo soy Mark. Y yo soy Anabel. ¿Qué tal, Mark? ¿Cómo estás hoy? Muy bien y con muchas ganas de, continu de continuar nuestro viaje. Pues no, no es nuestro viaje, sino el viaje de Victoria y Abel por el norte de España. Pero lo hacemos con ellos, así que también es nuestro. Estoy totalmente de acuerdo. We hope that you're all very well and enjoying our journey around the north of Spain with Abel and Victoria as they celebrate their honeymoon traveling through these beautiful villages and towns and cities throughout the north of Spain. Now, last time we were in Santillana del Mar. Well, that's where we arrived. And they, as usual, had some delicious uh, food, cocido montañés and anchoas de Santoña. And uh, let's see what happens this time. ¿A dónde van hoy, Anabel? Pues en este episodio, Abel y Victoria van a Asturias. ¿Has estado alguna vez en Asturias, Marc? Pues sí, la verdad es que he estado en el destino de hoy, en San Vicente de la Barquera. Pero la verdad es que no me acuerdo de mucho. No, a lo mejor este episodio te refresca un poco la memoria, Marc. Tienes razón. I, I do. I am aware that I, I'm seeing this almost every week as we've 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 come to different destinations, and I'm saying oh, I don't really remember much. It was 20 years ago when we did this one trip, so that's why I don't remember much. So I'm looking indeed to have my memory refreshed by this episode. Let's get straight on with it now. Creo que tanto Abel como yo estábamos cansados de madrugar. Nos estaba encantando el viaje, pero no dormíamos lo suficiente. Menos mal que iba a ser un día sencillo. Empezamos yendo a San Vicente de la Barquera, un pueblo costero con calles y edificios de ensueño. Fue como viajar a la Edad Media. Tras ver lo imprescindible, volvimos al coche y tomamos rumbo a Lastres, Asturias, donde pasaríamos la noche. Pero hicimos varias paradas antes. Lo mejor fue Bufones de Arenillas, 
unas chimeneas naturales junto a la costa por las que salía el agua del mar. A Abel le encantó la playa de Gulpiyuri, una playa que no da al mar. Increíble. Decidimos hacer allí un picnic y mojarnos los pies. Llegamos a las tres a media tarde. Cenamos pronto en el mirador y dimos un paseo por la playa. Okay, a shorter entry this time from Victoria, but still full of lots of suggestions for our, our next trip to the north of Spain. Anabel, let's go through it as ever. Creo que tanto Abel como yo estábamos cansados de madrugar. Okay, so cansado, of course, means tired. And we were tired of, well, what were we tired of? Madrugar is an interesting verb because you can't really translate it with a single word in English. Madrugar, ¿qué quiere decir madrugar? Quiere decir despertarse temprano. Exacto. So to get up early. Now, uh, we'll come back to that in just a moment. So, uh, Abel y yo estábamos cansados de madrugar. We were tired getting up early. But what Victoria actually says is, creo que tanto Abel como yo, tanto one thing como another thing, is as much as. So, Abel was as tired as I was of getting up early in the morning. So, creo que tanto Abel como yo estábamos cansados de madrugar. And just watch the verb there. It's the we form. Nosotros. Creo que tanto Abel como yo estábamos cansados de madrugar. Now, Anabel, madrugar does indeed mean uh, getting up early. However, when we talk about la madrugada, what are we talking about there? Uh, por la mañana, al momento temprano de la mañana. And this early moment of the morning... Could this actually be before we go to bed? Por ejemplo, si estamos de juerga. Oh, sí, claro. <laughs> depende de hasta qué tarde vayas a dormir. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it, it depends how late you're going to sleep. Um, so if you're out and enjoying a, a, a night out Spanish style, which Spanish style would probably be, it wouldn't start until, well, very late, and then you would go on partying until the early hours of the morning. Those early hours of the morning are indeed la madrugada. So you can be out until la madrugada, but the word madrugar means to get up early. So if you've been out until the madrugada and then you madrugar, you're going to be tired the next day, I think. Vas a estar muy cansado. Desde luego. Okay, then uh, Victoria goes on to say. Nos estaba encantando el viaje, pero no dormíamos lo suficiente. Right. We probably know what nos encanta el viaje means. We are loving the, the journey. Nos encanta el viaje. But here what we've done is change encanta to an, a, a continuous tense using estar plus the gerund. So nos estaba encantando el viaje. Literally, to us, was enchanting the journey. So the journey was enchanting us. Or we were loving every minute of the journey. Nos estaba encantando el viaje. However, what was happening? No dormíamos lo suficiente. So, no dormíamos, that's a, a, an imperfect tense there. 
no dormíamos lo suficiente. We were not sleeping the sufficient. We weren't getting enough sleep because I think they're being, they've been very busy on, their, on their, their journey. Could we say, pero no estábamos durmiendo lo suficiente? Sí, también podemos decirlo. Pero no estábamos durmiendo lo suficiente. And just take care with that because durmiendo, D-U-R, durmiendo, the gerund form of dormir, the vowel changes in there. Dormir in the infinitive, durmiendo with a U in the gerund. We weren't sleeping enough. Okay, let's continue. Menos mal que iba a ser un día sencillo. Okay, menos mal que iba a ser un día sencillo. Another imperfect tense here. Thank goodness it was going to be a simple day. Menos mal que is a thank goodness, something like that. Menos mal, at least it was going to be a simple day. Un día sencillo. Empezamos yendo a San Vicente de la Barquera, un pueblo costero con calles y edificios de ensueño. Okay, empezamos yendo. So yendo is another gerund. We're seeing quite a few gerunds in, in this episode so far. Empezamos yendo. We started by going to San Vicente de la Barquera, which is un pueblo costero, a coastal village or town, con calles y edificios de ensueño. If something is described as de ensueño, it means they're like a dream, they're fantastic, they're magnificent. So these are streets and buildings which are dreamlike, they're so amazing. Por ejemplo, el viaje de Abel y Victoria es de ensueño. ¿No te parece? Sí, me parece. So, uh, Abel and Victoria's journey is un viaje de ensueño. It's a dream trip, a dream journey. Perfecto. Fue como viajar a la Edad Media. Okay, it was as if we were traveling back to the Middle Ages, la Edad Media, the Middle Ages. So have a look at the, the image that we've put on the Instagram account for San Vicente y la Barquera, and you'll get a feel for, for these medieval buildings. And of course, you can look at other images online. It's a beautiful place. Tras ver lo imprescindible, volvimos al coche y tomamos rumbo a Lastres, Asturias, donde pasaríamos la noche. Okay, so another example of something we've seen before in this, and that's that conditional used in the past to refer to what the plan was. Okay, we'll see that in just a moment. Tras ver lo imprescindible. Tras ver lo imprescindible. Okay, lo imprescindible is the essential things. So, tras ver lo imprescindible, having seen the, the essential things, once we'd seen the essential things, volvimos al coche, we returned to the car, y tomamos rumbo a Lastres. And we took the journey, we headed towards Lastres, which is in Asturias, so that's a, a new province, donde pasaríamos la noche, where we planned to spend the night, literally where we would sp uh, spend the night. O donde haríamos noche, podríamos decir también. Mm -hmm. Exacto. Okay. Mark, antes de continuar, let's have a look at tras ver lo imprescindible. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Tras ver, here is like después de ver. 
but in después de ver, yeah, después de, can be combined with an infinitive or a conjugated verb if it's después de que, conjugated verb. Mm -hmm. But with tras, we can only use an infinitive and it is usually put at the beginning of the sentence, not infinitive, but the structure. Yeah. Yep. So here we've got tras ver lo imprescindible, after seeing the essential things or having seen the essential things and so on that we, we translated it like. But we could also use después. How would that be, Annabel? Después de ver lo imprescindible. So with después, we need the de after it. And there's also one other option, and this is the slightly more complicated version because we're going to use a conjugated verb. Annabel, let's hear what that would be. Después de que viéramos lo imprescindible. Okay, so there, después de que viéramos. Viéramos is our imperfect subjunctive. So for those of you who are a little further on with your Spanish, you recognize viéramos or viésemos as an imperfect subjunctive. And the reason for that is it comes after después de que. We need a, a subjunctive after that. Okay, one more question, Anabel. And that is, would we speak, would we use tras ver in speaking, in spoken Spanish, or is that more written? Mm, I have to admit, it's a little bit more written than spoken. But now we know it, so it's all good, and you'll be able to recognize that if you read that. Okay, let's continue on. One more sentence. Pero hicimos varias paradas antes. So before they got to Lastres, they did various stops beforehand. Hicimos varias paradas antes. And we'll hear a little about those stops in just a minute. Let's take a short break now. We wanted to let you know that there's a premium version of the Travel Diaries course and this includes a set of lesson notes where you'll be able to read the text from each of the diaries and work through the vocabulary and any explanations that we've provided. There's also a video version of the text where we've left space for you to repeat the words and phrases used, giving you an opportunity to practice your speaking and your pronunciation. For more information about this, head to coffeebreakacademy.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so Victoria and Abel are on their way to Lastres, and on the way to Lastres, hacen varias paradas. They make a few stops. Let's find out a little more about these stops. Anabel. Lo mejor fue bufones de arenillas, unas chimeneas naturales junto a la costa por las que salía el agua del mar. Okay, lo mejor fue, the best thing was, the thing that they liked most, was bufones de arenillas. Anabel, ¿qué es un bufón? Bueno, Mark, hoy en día, en español, un bufón es un payaso. ¿Un payaso? Entonces, ¿qué es un payaso? Un payaso es alguien que hace bromas, que mm -hmm. es divertido, y eso es un bufón. Ok, entonces podríamos hablar del bufón de la clase, por ejemplo. Eso es, el gracioso, la persona graciosa de la clase. Ok, so we're talking here about the class clown. Uh, el bufón, un bufón es a clown, or a, uh, in a kind of historical sense, a jester. Pero aquí bufón tiene otro sentido, ¿no? Sí, aquí es otra cosa. Es como una chimenea o un geyser. Mm -hmm. Un geyser, a, a geyser o a geyser, una chimenea, literally a chimney. Eso es. En este caso, una chimenea, or unas chimeneas naturales, natural chimneys or natural geysers, junto a la costa, beside the coast, por las que salía el agua del mar, through which came out the seawater. So the seawater is projected up through these geysers um, and uh, that's what gives them the name Los Bufones de Arenillas. Anabel, tengo otra pregunta. Aquí, por las que salía el agua del mar. ¿Podríamos decir también por las cuales salía el agua del mar? Sí, también podemos decirlo, pero es un poco más formal. Ok, entonces aquí, por las que salía el agua del mar. Está perfecto. Muy bien. Ok, vamos a seguir. A Abel le encantó la playa de Gulpiyuri, una playa que no da al mar. Ok, no da al mar, sino a un lago, ¿no? Eso es. Sí. Es interior. Interior. Ok, so Abel loved the beach of Gulpiyuri. I love that name, Gulpiyuri. Una playa que no da al mar. So, dar a algo is when you look out over something, it faces something. So, una playa que no da al mar is a beach which doesn't look out onto the sea. Increíble. Incredible. <laughs> Decidimos hacer allí un picnic y mojarnos los pies. So, I like this. Decidimos hacer allí un picnic. We decided to have a picnic there. Y mojarnos los pies. And to wet to ourselves the feet. Okay, so have a paddle. Um, but notice the way that's done in, in, in Spanish. Mojarnos los pies. As with everything like this, we don't make the part of the body personal. 
Okay, you make the verb personal and make the part of the body impersonal. So, for example, if you were brushing your teeth, Annabel, me lavo los dientes. So, me lavo, make it reflexive. And then los dientes, not mis dientes, it doesn't matter. If you're, if you're brushing your teeth to yourself, then obviously they're your teeth. <laughs> um, but the, the, the part of the body is just the los dientes or los pies here. And it, it's the, the action, the washing or the, the, the paddling here, uh, dipping our toes in the water, mojarnos los pies. Llegamos a las tres a media tarde. So we got to las tres a media tarde. This would be in the middle of the afternoon. But remember, the middle of the afternoon, uh, maybe a little later in Spain. Anabel, ¿a qué hora llegaron a las tres? Dime. Primero, ¿recuerdas a qué hora empieza la tarde? Pues sobre las tres y media, las cuatro. Uh -huh. Así que media tarde es a las seis, siete... Okay, entonces, in the middle of the afternoon, you would not think about it, certainly in a UK context, um, of that being about seven and seven o'clock in the evening. Um, but here we're looking at seven o'clock in the evening, a media tarde. Cenamos pronto en el mirador y dimos un paseo por la playa. So, el mirador is the, the viewpoint, it's the, the lookout point from which they can see a beautiful view of Las Tres. Uh, so they had a, an early dinner in the Mirador and then uh, they went for a walk along the beach. Dimos un paseo por la playa. Dar un paseo. Always to give a walk. Dar un paseo. Muy bien. Pues entonces vamos a volver a escuchar todo el texto y esta vez vamos a entender todo. Creo que tanto Abel como yo estábamos cansados de madrugar. Nos estaba encantando el viaje, pero no dormíamos lo suficiente. Menos mal que iba a ser un día sencillo. Empezamos yendo a San Vicente de la Barquera, un pueblo costero con calles y edificios de ensueño. Fue como viajar a la Edad Media. Tras ver lo imprescindible, volvimos al coche y tomamos rumbo a Lastres, Asturias, donde pasaríamos la noche. Pero hicimos varias paradas antes. Lo mejor fue bufones de arenillas unas chimeneas naturales junto a la costa por las que salía el agua del mar. A Abel le encantó la playa de Gulpiyuri, una playa que no da al mar. Increíble. Decidimos hacer allí un picnic y mojarnos los pies. Llegamos a las tres a media tarde. Cenamos pronto en el mirador. Y dimos un paseo por la playa. Y ya está. 
They are now in Lastris, and uh, we'll find out a little more about Lastris in the next episode. Now, if you'd like to get more out of this episode, and indeed the whole series, you can check out the course version of this. That includes lesson notes, which will give you more information about the, the language used and further examples, and also our video version, where we pause after each part of each sentence, and it gives you the chance to repeat and practice your pronunciation. So you can find all of that at coffeebreakacademy.com. And don't forget to check out our Instagram account where you can see photos of some of the places visited by Abel and Victoria on their journey through the north of Spain. And you'll also be able to see the other journeys followed by our Coffee Break French, Italian and German travel diaries. All of that on our Instagram account. Yes, just search for Coffee Break Languages. Pues estaremos de vuelta la semana que viene con otro episodio de los Travel Diaries. Pero entre tanto, muchas gracias y hasta la próxima. Adiós. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.